Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Warren Buffett. Now, you may have heard of these names before this podcast, but if you have not, then all you really need to know is that they are three of the wealthiest people in the 21st century. This came about when Jeff Bezos decided to come up with Amazon, Elon Musk with SpaceX, followed by Tesla Motors, and Warren Buffett started investing in stocks, which has now continued for over 50 years. We can say that these three are distantly related to consumerism, but besides that, the one reason which they all share for their success is that they were able to expand beyond America and out into the world. This barrier can be easily broken with one language, and that is English. Hi, my name is Sophia Verisazen, and welcome to the first episode of Societal View. This episode, I'll be proving how English and your degree of education impacts your success and how far you will go in life. There's a famous quote that says, The empire which the sun never sets. This quote is talking about the British Empire, as throughout history, the British Empire established and colonized many modern countries today. This is significant to us because due to this fact, there will be a number of people, even in a non-English speaking country, that can speak English. This allows us to be able to communicate with each other all over the world. Yet when it comes to speaking the language, living in a non-English speaking country rather than an English speaking country can differ. I interviewed a pediatric radiologist from Romania and asked her to share how her degree and the ability to speak English has been an advantage throughout her career. Okay, I'm Otilia Fufezan. I'm a pediatric radiologist in a big hospital in Cluj-Napoca, and I'm the head of a radiology department in this hospital. How does education set people up for success? In fact, it's important to have uh, personal abilities, but education is very important also. Um, I grew up in a house with a lot of books and my mother is a teacher and my uncle was a Romanian teacher and uh, I've read a lot of books in my uh, childhood and uh, my mother loves also music and good books and uh, good movies and so on. At-home environment is crucial for developing positive education at school. According to the British Educational Research Journal, quote, education success was positively impacted by home learning opportunities such as parents reading to their children, trips to the library, and resources encouraging play with letters and numbers. Unfortunately, I didn't study English in uh, the communist period in Romania. Uh, in many schools, uh, we didn't study English. And uh, I started after I finished my university, um, some courses, and uh, I had also a personal teacher. And uh, when I was a young specialist, I've been in a training in the United States, in Louisville, Kentucky, and I decided to start to learn English then because it was not so nice to English is most important. It's the only language, universal language. In, we have to talk in English, of course. I know that Anna follows a, a core English curriculum. So why do you think it is important for her to be fluent in English and how will it benefit her future? Anna started in kindergarten uh, in English. Uh, we've been in Germany for a medical reason when she had to start the school, and uh, she started, in fact, the school in uh, in Germany in English because she didn't know German. 
English learning is a hot topic on the rise in Europe. From 2005 to 2010, the percentage of students enrolled in primary education in a European school and learning a foreign language rose from 67.5% to 79.2%, according to youractive.com. In Germany, English is mandatory starting from grade 5, so most Germans under the age of 50 will have learned English in school. Not only is English education on the rise in Europe, but it is also on the rise in Asia. According to edweek.org, quote, a similar trend is occurring in China and Japan, where school officials and private companies are struggling to meet the rapidly growing demand for English instruction for children, teenagers, and adults. China, Japan, Korea, and Thailand promote the language as an essential skill for improving their nation's competitiveness in the global economy. Um, what is your, your view on education around the world, and do you think that all schools should teach English? I don't think in next years, but maybe in 20, 30 years will be possible, but in undeveloped countries, now it's almost impossible. It is hard to obtain education in undeveloped countries because most children have to work to help their families and schools are rare and located far away, as well as they do not have access to basic school needs such as pencils and uniforms that are too expensive and families cannot afford. According to intergov.ca, around 59 million children in developing countries do not have access to basic education. The quality of education is also a key concern. 250 million children are unable to read, write, or count even after four years of schooling. In order to reach the point of learning English in school, children need to obtain proper education first, as well as have access to the resources they need to perform well. So how has knowing English benefited you in other countries besides Romania? And explain using a specific event. I participate at a lot of congresses and courses in Europe and all are in uh, English. We started five years ago a project uh, with uh, some courses for young uh, pediatric radiologists from Eastern countries. And I am involved in this project. We are three lectures from Romania and three lectures from uh, West. advantages that come with speaking English and having a degree in a non-English speaking country allows people such as Ms. Fufazan to expand and work internationally. Yet when it comes to success in an English speaking country, educational and speaking abilities have higher standards. What I mean by this is that Canada has numerous colleges and universities, so the majority of jobs offered require an education of some sort, yet the higher education you have, the more you qualify for a higher paying job, and the ability to speak English is essential since it is the country's first language. Due to these factors, the standards society sets in place are harder to reach. I interviewed a mining engineer named Alex Persaisen who came to Canada in the early 2000s. He explains the difficulties of being a young immigrant and adapting to a new environment. When I got here, obviously all my friends were left behind. They didn't immigrate with me in the same time, so it was hard for me to make new friends. Uh, it was hard for me to build up a network. Uh, in my field and and get a job immediately. Uh, Have you ever felt judged because English isn't your first language? If so, explain. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, when you talk and, and you pronounce certain words and you have an accent, people in the field, in your field, you will uh, think, you know, that you've been educated elsewhere and therefore your education might not be to the same level as Canadians and uh, they will test you uh, by giving you more work or, you know, overloading you. And if you prove yourself, then um, sometimes you become friends or very close. We can deconstruct prejudice around the workplace by proving to employers that it shouldn't be our degree or English-speaking abilities that qualify us for a job, but our potential to perform the job at its best. In all means, English allows people to communicate effectively with each other and gives them more opportunities in the future. Yet in disagreement, presently in the workplace, a worker can have lower communication skills if they have the skills for the job to make up for it. According to NECE's Job Outlook's 2017 survey, nearly 91% of the employers that participated said that they prefer that their candidates have work experience as well as the skills to follow up with it. The reason for this is because employers believe that the candidates will be able to outperform others with minimal or no prior experience. This is helpful to deconstruct prejudice because it proves that candidates with prior experience have a better shot at receiving a job and later on reaching success, while not necessarily having the highest degree or the best communication skills. In addition to this, success in the workplace is obtained by years of practice within a certain domain. Yet this shows that even if someone starts at a lower position, they're at an advantage, therefore reaching success quicker. What was the biggest challenge you faced when you came to Canada and how did you overcome this? The majority of Canada's population is composed of baby boomers, which are now entering a tired stage. Therefore, immigration is a crucial factor for Canada, since without it, Canada's population would ultimately decrease. As stated by StatCan.ca, Canada accepted 303,257 immigrants in 2017-2018. to Yet that doesn't mean that immigrants can't have a tough time when coming to a new country. According to an article by the Toronto Sun, Quote, first-generation immigrants are not thrilled about the obstacles, but they are willing to put up with them and sacrifice because they believe their kids are going to have a better shot at success. The result is a city becoming more divided by the day, with an increasing upper class, a growing lower class, and a disappearing middle class, the very segment which new immigrants aspire to. What do you think about immigrants who have recently come to Canada who can't speak English? Is it easier or harder for them to adapt to the new environment? I would say that everything depends on them, how quick they can learn and how willing they are to learn the language. Western Europe countries and uh, we have to, to speak in English. Success is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. English and education are two factors that greatly have an impact on your success in the workplace, a hobby, and so on, yet these factors will benefit you most if you want to expand internationally. Of course, every person's aim is different, but what they all share is that success is not simple. There are many books written about the steps to take to change your life, and while many books seem simple, doing each step can be extremely difficult while taking a lot of time. A famous entrepreneur named Jim Rohn wrote many books about how to reach success. Some of his steps are to collect good ideas and have good plans, as well as give yourself time. While most of these steps seem to be a bit vague and time-consuming, there is one quote which we could all use and take from, and that is, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. 